What's going on, everybody? Today, there is no guest. Um, There's no intro. This is just going straight into the podcast because I have been gone for a couple weeks because of a quite tragic incident that happened. So there was one day I got home from work and I look on my phone and my uncle had posted a Facebook status that said, please pray for my brother Chris, i.e. my dad. Um, So I make some calls and I found out that my dad had suffered from a type A aortic dissection, which is essentially where part of your aorta up at the top of the aorta, right as it exits your heart, um, the walls of it kind of get weakened and then start to leak blood. So it was a very, very serious heart condition and um yeah it's uh it's 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 akin to a heart attack but in some ways a little bit more serious uh 90% of people that this happens to they don't even make it to the hospital because it's such a, a tragic thing to happen so for that reason i took a break from all this and actually spent 2 weeks out in california um seeing my dad and kind of being with the family out there while he got treated uh, the good news is is that he is doing much better now, and he is recovering slowly, but the whole ordeal was a lot more complicated than that, I'll say. Um, first of all, uh, it's just, it's a miracle that any of, and that he's out and, you know, doing better. Just, uh, just a legitimate me- medical miracle, because not only did this happen to him, completely randomly too like he's a healthy guy he's only like he's 51 years old he's very active healthy eating he has problems with high blood pressure but has been able to control that so this was a really really out of the nowhere kind of situation and it was very random so didn't see that coming and after he had his procedure um he actually started to develop an infection in his body because he's a carrier of mrsa a kind of staph infection that's, uh, I don't, I just want to say more vigorous than other staph infections. So after his procedure, they were going to go sew him back up because his chest was still open. He had tubes going in and out of him and stuff. So when they went to go sew him back up, or they found that the infection had kind of spread a dangerous amount and it was spreading towards his graft they put on his aorta. And, um, this is a very, you know, serious situation that requires very advanced medical techniques to treat if it had spread to his graft. So we got a call one day saying that they, you know, weren't expecting this, that this infection that was happening to him really doesn't happen a lot. And I believe the doctor said in the last 10 years, this was only maybe the third time that something like this has happened. So it's a very rare and life-threatening situation that he was in. So what they had to do is they kept him open in the ICU. His chest was, you know, still open and ready for surgery at any time. And they fought the infection with antibiotics like that, which is a very, very just gruesome thing to have to go through. And, you know, because of all the COVID restrictions and such, we actually weren't allowed to see him in the hospital throughout the whole duration of his stay. In fact, he just got out a couple days ago. So I was not able to see him at all except for that one instance when he was in the ICU with the infection 
they um, lifted the protocols for COVID restrictions because the situation was dire enough where they were considering it would be, you know, critical or end of life. Of course, they didn't tell us that when they let us go see him. Um, but, you know, there, it's kind of implied that you don't get to lift these restrictions unless it's really, really dire. So we went to go, my stepmother and I went and got, got to see him in the hospital. And it's just a, it was a really, really tough, tough thing to see your father in a, in a situation like that, intubated, you know, fighting for his life overall just kind of miserable looking um yeah it was really tough it was really hard to keep it together I, I didn't keep it together actually so that was a it was quite a time it was quite a couple of weeks and there was a lot of emotional distress with the family and um it was a tough couple of weeks so that's why I wasn't on the the whole podcast grind from then you know I was kind of busy with other things but it was a really, you know, there's a silver lining in everything. And the fact that I got to go out there and spend time with part of some of my family that I really don't get to see that often. I haven't seen my dad in about five years, actually. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen him. And to see him in that condition was not ideal. But, you know, I got to see him. I got to see my uncle and my stepmom and my little cousin and also my little half-brother as well. So... I got to go out there and spend some time with them and kind of, you know, take a break from work and uh, just kind of, you know, rekindle that relationship with that side of the family. And it was, it was good. It was really good in that aspect. It was very, I think, positive overall. And um, seeing family is always good, especially when you haven't seen them in a really long time. And my little half-brother is only six, so this is really the first time he's meeting me for real, for real. Last time I saw him, he was, you know, fresh baby. I don't think he was even one years old yet. So, yeah, um, spent a couple weeks doing that. Luckily, you know, they fought the infection well and sewed him back up and everything. And he recovered well. He's a star student there at the, at the hospital. And now he's finally out and recovering at home. Um... But the thing is, is that my, my dad and stepmother, they're commercial fishermen, so they don't actually live in California. They live up in Washington State and come down to California for work, essentially. And um, the only piece of, I, I guess, home that they have is their boat. And obviously you can't really live on a boat when you're recovering from a major heart surgery plus infection like that. So, you know, it, it, they're very severely displaced luckily there's family that's able to help and there's people around the community out there was amazing just people in the neighborhood at the house that we were renting were super supportive bringing food and all kinds of gifts and good wishes really incredible to see but um going forward they have to find another place to stay out there because they want to stay near the hospital and um so that he can be treated you know this recovery is going to take a long time and they want to make sure that they're close to the team that knows him the most for this initial recovery period before they decide to mosey on back home and figure out something else. And also, it's just like this is a big life-changing experience for them because it's not, you know, having that kind of surgery and this thing happen to your life is not super conducive to being 
your career being a commercial fisherman. So now here they are, they're kind of um, right now in recovery mode, but there's a lot of implications for how they're going to go about for the rest of, you know, just living without their their sort of trade that they've been doing for a while. So there's a lot of stuff to rec- to consider. There's a lot of, you know, just just it's a big mess. It's a real tragedy that it happened, but it's also a miracle at the same time that my dad's still alive, and that's what we're most happy about. So, yeah, I obviously took a break from the podcast for that, um, but I'm back now and um, will continue to make episodes and, you know, just do my thing. You know, life goes on, and luckily my dad is still here to see it happen, and I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, We do have a, we started a GoFundMe for this whole situation because obviously medical costs in this country are ridiculous. Um, So if anybody who listens to this, whoever you are out there that is so gracious enough to listen to this podcast, if you feel generous and would like to donate to the GoFundMe, I believe it's titled Fisherman Christopher Crosby Emergency Heart Surgery Fund, something like that. I'll make sure to post a link to it. Um, But any bit of help, you know, financially helps them a lot we don't even know what the bill is at this point it's so crazy i had to not only do a surgery but put him on a bunch of antibiotics like not even regular antibiotics very strong antibiotics and there's also home health nurses to consider and all this other stuff they have to pay out of pocket um so yeah that would be a great contribution if anybody feels inclined to do so if not your best wishes will do as well um yeah it's just it it makes me really appreciate our world that we live in like there's there's a lot of crap going on almost constantly in this world but you know it's stuff like this where you can just you're in an emergency and you take yourself to some place that will help you and they help you which is incredible um yeah so let's just uh just be grateful for what we have you know it's important to recognize the things that are wrong in society but it's also really important to recognize what we got going for us and nothing short of a miracle that all this happened and my dad's doing well so yeah with that you know just uh peace love and chicken grease you know just keep on keeping on and i'll continue to bring more episodes of the PC podcast. So thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.